Hi, I'm Tom Vasich with the UCI Podcast. The Claire Trevor School of the Arts is one of UCI's shining gems. Its faculty and alumni have made indelible marks on the fields of art, theater, dance, and music. That Broadway musical you just watched? Chances are a UCI graduate performed in it. That beautiful urban light installation at the LA County Museum of Art? Created by Chris Burden, who got his Master of Fine Arts degree from UCI. The list goes on and on. There's not a single arts organization in Orange County that doesn't have a Claire Trevor School of the Arts stamp on it. And now, Tiffany Lopez has come to UCI to lead them. She joined as Dean on July 1st, and she has spent the past whirlwind four months learning about her school and developing a new vision for it. And now she's on the UCI podcast to tell us about it, and much more like the importance of the arts in higher education, the need for diversity, and why it's necessary to invest into arts and music education for economically disadvantaged students in California's public schools. Plus, she shares her own amazing story. We hope you enjoy this special episode of the UCI Podcast. appreciate you joining the UCI podcast today, Dean Lopez. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Well, you've been at UCI now for five months. How's it going? Uh, I am so incredibly happy to be here, um, a part of the Claire Trevor School of the Arts as Dean, and then also as UCI and here in Orange County. It's It's a triple homecoming. I'm born and raised in Southern California. I've had over 30 years in the University of California and uh, also in art. So I feel like I'm uh, coming home to an incredibly large family. And this is your third UC campus. You got your PhD at Santa Barbara. You're on the faculty at Riverside. Now you're a dean at Irvine. Yes. So you're moving on up. (laughs) Absolutely. And I, I think the range of experience, what's exciting about that is understanding what uh, makes the UC, uh, the UC as a gold standard in higher education and what makes each UC campus unique and what makes the Claire Trevor School of the Arts uniquely UCI. You've become dean during a very critical time in higher education where many people are questioning the costs and debts surrounding a college education. With the growing trend of looking at college as more of a vocational school as a means to getting a well-paying job, why is an arts education still important? Yes. Uh, you know, uh, I see uh, college and especially an arts education as it's like a real estate investment. You're buying a house in your head. And, um, uh, you know, we know that over half the careers of the future will be invented by this generation. And the arts give incredible skills of uh, agility, creativity, and uh, of lifting up a diversity of approaches to thinking. We, we also know that half the careers of the future will be invented by this generation. But we also know that the challenges of the world's problems that we're facing, they are complicated and demand dynamic teams. And the arts are incredibly important in their skill set to what they bring to those teams. Um, So I think uh, the vision is that 
all of our research teams, uh, including STEM projects, would have an artist on them because of the perspective that gets brought. It's like Shakespeare wrote, uh, all the world's a stage. Absolutely. And, and uh, the arts ha- have us very consciously think about that. And uh, the other reason why I think the arts are more important now than ever before is the arts are this incredible lingua franca. When I talk with other deans across campus, they emphasize the importance of the arts for the messaging about the work that is happening in STEM fields to be able to communicate uh, what that research is about, but uh, how, what's the impact of the research on people's lives in the community and for the broader world? You know, what's really distinctive about the Claire Trevor School of the Arts is the emphasis on collaboration with other areas on campus. Uh, I can think of one that's been very fertile with the School of Medicine. Um Could you tell a little bit more about the importance of these collaborations? Absolutely. Um, Well, the Claire Trevor School of Arts, we're leading the arts at UCI. We're, uh, you know, seen as UCI's creative engine. And some of the examples of our collaborations, uh, one is during the pandemic, uh, art professor and associate dean for research, Jesse Colin Jackson, Uh, His research is centered around printing and 3D technology, and he partnered through the Beale Applied Innovation to work to uh, make uh, 3D print face shields uh, for UCI health workers. Um, We also have the collaborative work underway with our uh, art faculty um, uh, with the Langson Institute Museum of California Art, really building up the educational and research part of the institute side of that work. Um, And then uh, the collaborating in the community, uh, two very important programs here at UCI that our arts faculty have been central to. We have the New Swan Shakespeare Festival, uh, led by, uh, co-led by two uh, faculty uh, in the School of Humanities, and then in the Claire Trevor School of the Arts, Eli Simon and Julia Lupton. And then uh, Julia Lupton, of course, her incredible work that she did as a director of illuminations and the now uh, the, the torch passing with the new director of illuminations, Daphne Lee, who's a professor of uh, drama. And those are just two programs that show the collaboration of the school campus-wide and the impact for the larger campus and the community through the arts. Changing topic a little bit. Uh, last week, the voters of California passed Prop 28. Um, part of Prop 28 ensures funding for arts and music education for public school students, especially students who are economically disadvantaged. As an arts dean, are you encouraged about the state's commitment to the arts? Yeah, I'm completely excited about the the, the passing of Proposition 28 because it very much uh, – you know, emphasizes how important the arts are, thinking about the future and understanding the importance of the arts education. Um, You know, one of the programs that we have in the school that's very much uh, uh, in the synergy of that program is our Creative Connections, which is a free program for K-12 schools in Orange County. This provides a paid year-long teaching artist internship 
to UCI arts majors and it's free to the schools. Um, I think about my own experiences. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that kind of uh, programming. And I also uh, think about the kind of student I was uh, that if consistently throughout my K through 12 education, the arts had been centered as something uh, incredibly important to uh, being a student and thinking about being on a pathway to college and the role of the arts in a multiple of careers, uh, I most likely I think I would have thought about college much earlier in my life than I did. So there's a lot of positive things that I think are going to come because of the passing of this proposition that I'm very excited about. You told me a very interesting story about um, when you were young, having access to the arts has made the big difference in your life. Um, What drove you to study the arts and eventually make it your career? Yeah, I I think uh, you know uh, when I started uh, the arts, you know, the studying the arts in college, it was very much about uh, the good fortune of uh, being in uh, a, in community college uh, with the right professors who were invested in looking for you know, future leaders for California, Latino students and talent. It was in the late 80s. So there were a lot of, uh, there was a lot of programs emphasizing lift up those students, put them on a college path because we need uh, leaders for the future in higher education and beyond. So when I went to community college, it was very much in a vocational way. I was going to go to be a business person. And as a first-gen student, a lot of times, Going back to that vocational kind of mindset, you're thinking a doctor, a lawyer, a business person. I knew I wasn't going to be a doctor or a lawyer. Then uh, when I was taking my classes, fortunate to have uh, mentors who said, you know, you have a real capacity as a storyteller and looking at arts and being a collaborator. Uh, Have you thought about going to finish your bachelor's degree and majoring in the humanities and the arts? I had no idea that that was something that you could pursue as a a central course of study. And I also didn't understand the importance of having your talents and what you think are your career aspirations being in alignment, that that's actually the super fuel that we want to give to our students is that they can create that sense of alignment. So I, I was very lucky that I had um, an education where those pieces were helping me see the importance of that alignment. As a, as a dean uh, and uh, a, a, of a school of the arts, that's something that uh, I work to pass forward to our students is that uh, we're going to lift up and have them see the possibilities of the alignment between their talents and the arts and what they might do in the future. Well, you've also told me that Learning about the arts helped you learn and understand your cultural identity as a Latina and also helped you understand the environments in which your parents were raised. Yeah, I uh, thank you for asking me to talk about that. Uh, when I went to college, uh, I was paired with a mentor, a woman named Olivia Castellano, who was a poet and among the first in her generation to uh, go to graduate school. And when I started working with her and she learned about my background, she said, um, 
mija, I know I, I don't want to die without knowing that there's another Latina educator and uh, I, I'm going to send you to uh, complete a doctorate. I, I felt knighted uh, by her seeing for me what I couldn't see for myself. Um, and uh, she, as a poet, created writing workshops, um, introduced me to different writers she knew. One of them was an, then, at that time, up-and-coming voice, Sandra Cisneros. Um, so I got to study with a young Sandra Cisneros, and that became incredibly impactful on my career. And um, uh, because I saw Sandra telling these stories that very much reflected the kind of world I grew up in. And as a student, when you're going through K through 12 and you don't see those kinds of stories, um, it's very hard to be what you cannot see, to, to imagine past these, um, these low ceilings that uh, I felt that I had inherited in my life because neither of my parents had been to college, but the family circumstances I grew up in were, um, uh, you know, uh, of violence and, um, and uh, you know, economic struggle. Uh, it's, it's very hard to see things expansively. So when I started to explore the arts and read literature, I uh, began to see the stories that my family uh, wasn't telling for whatever reasons. And, um, and then I also got to um, really creatively see the importance of telling those stories, not only for myself and for others. And I, I think one of the most healing things is, has been in addition to being able to see cultural representation, which I didn't experience prior to college. And, uh, and there's a real grief, I think, I, I, I felt, but I know students in my career have felt like that they went through their entire K through 12 experience in California without that literature. Um, but there's also a real hopefulness in that uh, I, I began to think about how these stories that I was reading uh, of violence were stories of hope because uh, the arts help you recover what violence takes away. It helps you see things expansively. It helps you understand that the process of things breaking is also part of the process of creation. And you, you get to see how others are navigating struggle to create expansive possibilities and beautiful, beautiful things. And, that, uh, and then the most important thing of all is that um, you know, when you grow up in an environment of violence, you often uh, are led to believe that you're without of a witness and without people really caring about your circumstances. And the art is, art is very much about bearing witness and about showing people that their voice, their vision, and their stories matter. You know, you've been uh, a proven champion of diversity. Uh, before you came to UCI, you were at Arizona State where you served as the vice provost for inclusive excellence. Um, now that you're a dean here, how important will diversity be with the school? And there's been some wonderful achievements already with the Department of Drama, so you can tell me about those. Yeah, I, I think uh, diversity is central. We know that to the world we do, we're in right now. Um, and in the arts, uh, I think diversity is incredibly important for students to be able to see 
diverse faculty to be able to reflect on their communities and also to see a diversity of thinking and engagement. So the arts are, you know, this incredibly important um, springboard, I think, and some might say it's a cauldron for thinking about issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And, uh, And issues around diversity, equity, inclusion, they percolate very fast within uh, a school of the arts because of the way that we make work and work together and have to think about audiences uh, and working with diverse people to build work as well as um, share work. Um, In the school, you know, some of the markers of excellence uh, that I'm incredibly excited and proud about, uh, one big marker is in our drama department uh, nationally, uh, is uh, the only drama department to have four Latino faculty on its drama department. Myself, uh, Juliet Carrillo, Lonnie Alcaraz, and Efren Delgadillo Jr. And uh, we represent uh, dramaturgy, directing, scenic design, and lighting. And all four of us, uh, you know, work uh, in uh, Latino art making practices, but we're really uh, uh, representing the dynamic quality and the excellence in our fields in the American theater. And I would say across our four departments in the school, you see a a longstanding commitment to thinking about diversity. And I'm incredibly excited for, for the future work that we'll be doing in the school about building from the excellence that's already in place. All right. So, so in closing, one last question. Can you give me your elevator pitch about what your goals are as the new dean? Yes. Uh, well, you know, to continue in leading the arts at UCI uh, and helping first-gen students really see those different pathways that they can be on in forging their careers and building a blueprint for the future um, and expanding our uh, alumni networks and our engagement with the community and our professional partnerships. I think that that's been central, central of central importance in the arts, and we want to continue building that forward and uplifting uh, uh, our community, uh, their sense of vision and voice, that the most important thing that our students bring to the table when they join us is their vision and voice, and we want them to have an awareness of the power of that as they discover the different specific things that they're here to learn in the arts, uh, but also to be really confident uh, so that they can have that sweet spot of alignment between their interests and their strengths and the things that they're learning. Um, and then the most important thing, it also another important element is uh, serving the development of field leaders, change makers, and impact partners. So do you have any final thoughts? Yes. Uh, you know, one of the biggest challenges of our time is how to innovate our structures and systems to center around access, inclusion, justice, and sustainability. Um, with my career-long engagement advancing inclusive excellence, I'm just incredibly inspired by the school's commitments to pushing these efforts forward. Well, thank you for joining me today in these uh, beautiful new podcast studios at the Entrepreneur Center. I appreciate you being on the UCI podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Tom.
The UCI Podcast is a production of the Office for Strategic Communications and Public Affairs at the University of California, Irvine. Thank you for listening.